So yeah, I think we have Cedric the Entertainer, Blueface, Cedric. and uh, I believe Eleanor Choppa. Wow, it just got dark in here. What's going oh, on? Oh shit! What's going on here? I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. Ladies and gentlemen, we have not the one, not the two, but the tenth wonder of the world. Okay, my man, the Undertaker. What's up, champ? I don't know. I'm talking shit. <laughs> Happy to see you too, man. How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? You know, Bash hit team won the um, world championship last year. Yeah, man, with the Rams, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you, my man. Pleasure to have you, man. How you doing, man? Long I'm doing good. It has been a minute. Yeah. You're good, brother. Oh, man, smoke and mirrors, you know? Oh, man, tell me about <laughs> it. So tell me, man, um, the people don't know how you get started in this business. So I needed some. So I needed something. I said I needed something legal to do. Uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, so that's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was um, I was actually in school playing basketball, and uh, I was a big, big fan as as a kid. And I'd kind of gotten away from from wrestling, and you know when I was playing football and basketball and doing all the other sports, you know. And then I went on to college and was playing basketball. I, uh, <clears throat> so my coach between my junior and senior year, my coach is getting all these inquiries from like these European teams. Mm. And, uh, you know, he's telling me like, Hey, you're getting a lot of interest. You know, you might get some tryout, a tryout or something over there. They just want you to get a little bigger. So between my junior and senior year of college, I start training. I was already weight training, but now I'm, I'm training to really get big. Cause even at, you know, at six foot eight, six foot nine and two thirty. It, it, that's a big that's a big basketball player mm -hmm. but in you know in the world of professional wrestling i look like a giant walking stick i mean you know it just i, I was How'd thin you put the weight on what's that How you put the weight on so like just you know changing my the way i train the weights um like eating just stupid some you know i mean that's all i did was train and eat and just to the point where it was just like oh, i don't want to eat anymore but mm -hmm. You got to eat, and that's you know, eat and rest, and that's so, what the sumo wrestlers do. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't looking for that sumo physique, but uh, you but know, they I, eat I sleep a lot. Yeah, they do, and I and I did, but um, I end up showing up for my senior year of school. Now I'm two hundred and eighty pounds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what did you do, man? <laughs> my coach. Looked at me the first day when I got to school. He looked at me and immediately, and he was an old school coach, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, he equated size with being slow and mm -hmm. he just thought everything, you know, he thought all my skills were going to be diminished. And so he bans me day one, bans me from the gym. He said, You cannot work out. Wow. And I'm like, Coach, but like, I can jump higher. I'm faster. Anyway, we butted heads. And uh, it kind of, it just really, we, we got off to a really bad start. And one day at practice, um, you know, now I'm already training too. Now I'm training to wrestle. I'm playing basketball. I'm trying to do all of this and, and go to school. I'm trying to do all this stuff, right? But man, like my, it's, in, it's in me already. It's, it's just like, this is what I'm going to do, you know? But, you know, I'd made a commitment to my teammates and everything that, you know, I was going to try and make it through the year and just like, man, I was struggling. And uh, it happened one day at practice we were uh, we were doing a drill. 
co- coach was like throws the ball up, tip drill, and then you hustle, and you know everybody was terrified of me. You know, yeah, you got a bunch a, of guys that are six. Monk, yeah. 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 Everybody, you know, these guys are like six nine, six ten, but they all weigh a buck eighty. And you know, here I am at about two eighty, and just mean and aggressive, and just I was just nasty, and everybody was terrified to do drills with me. And this kid, uh, he was a freshman, and he was about six nine and about buck eighty five. And I don't know what he was thinking. And <laughs> coach throws the ball up, and instead of jumping, he cut into me. He, cut my, he took my knees out. Yeah. So he was so light in the ass, so like it knocked him down. And then I fell down, and like I wasn't even thinking, man. I just got up, and it was just like, and the switch flipped on me, and you know, I walked over. I just I got up and I stepped on him, man. I was like, you ever undercut me like that? Because you know he could have took my wheels yeah. out. I mean, that would have been done, right? Yeah. I did. I saw a basketball player do that before. Oh man, yeah, it was it was it was dirty, yeah, I and I, you know, I, I think he was just I don't know what he was thinking, but. Anyway, as soon he as I... He didn't do that anymore, did he? No. Well, well <laughs> he didn't, not with me, because that was like, my end was coming. Like, the coach throws me out of practice, right? He flips on me. Although the guy cut me, undercut me, coach throws me out of practice, right? Uh, I might have been a bit aggressive, but, you know, he's like, all right, Callaway, you're out. And it was at that moment, man, bang. I was like, I'm done. This is over. This what made you go to wrestling, though? Well, so I'm already into, I'm already trying to, you know, I'm training and I'm trying to get my foot in the door somewhere. And so th- that, that, that incident just kind of took school, basketball, that took it all off my plate. So now I'm solely focused on, you know, trying to train, find people to train me. Um, you know, I didn't, ha- I wasn't a legacy in the business, right? So I didn't have any ends anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know anybody in the business. I didn't, you know, so I mean, I'm starting from from ground zero and just trying to get in wherever I could, and you know, try and get myself in a spot where people would see me. How you how you um, get discovered? So, um, so I was in the, in the Dallas area, and um, at the time, uh, Fritz von Erich ran. Kerry van yep. Erich family. Mm-hmm. So Fritz was was the father of all those boys. And he had a local wrestling promotion there. And I knew on Wednesday, they would, they, all the wrestlers and everybody would show up like to get their checks. And, uh, and we're going back, this is like 80, this is 86, 87, you know. So I was like, I'm gonna show up, somebody's gonna see me and they're gonna be, you know, they're gonna be so impressed with me that, you know, they're gonna give me mm-hmm. a job. Mm-hmm. So I went every Wednesday for damn near eight months. I went and I'd sit down on a couch like this, right? And there was, the, the guys would come in this way and like the, the guy that promoted and, and booked and did everything, was his office was right here. And these guys, I'd catch them here, they'd walk by, I'd start to stand up, so you know, introduce myself, they'd never stop. They just kept walking. And I was like, holy, eight months I did that. I didn't know, I didn't know or didn't have anything, you know, I didn't know anything else to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I know it had to start here to go anywhere else, it had to start here. So it's just like week after week after week. And I was about to just kind of give it up. Just like, well, this ain't working. I'm gonna have to try something else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and one day Fritz walked in. Now here's the, here's the crazy part. So <clears throat> I'm a young kid, he had lost, he had already lost one of his boys. Um, he had lost, um, let's see, which one was it now? Wasn't Carrie, it was, um, David, no, not David. 
there's all there's a ton of them. David, uh, David Von Eric. David was. Uh, Carrie was the last one. Yeah, Carrie. Well, no, the, yeah, Carrie was the last one to die. I think it was David. And, Wasn't that uh, strange? Oh my gosh, it's tragic, man. Tragic story. But he had lost David in um, in Japan, and I just happened to resemble. I mean, I looked almost. I was. He he looked at me. He stopped. Fritz walks in. And he stops and he's just staring at me. Right. It ain't the normal kind of stare at somebody like. You know, this kid's a, you know. Is that news from somewhere? Exactly. He's looking at me. And then he turned around. He went to, to uh, another guy's office. His name was Bronco Lubich. And I could hear Fritz had this really deep, gravelly voice. And, you know, he's like, who's that kid out there? And he's, oh, he's been coming here for weeks. He's trying to get booked. And then I heard him say it. And I was like, he goes, book him Friday night. He looks just like David. Wow. Came back out. You were bigger than David, though. Oh yeah, I was. I was. I was much bigger, but but my my hair and my face and everything, you know, I, I looked like him. <clears throat> he comes back out. I go to get up. <laughs> he keeps walking. Goes into the <laughs> office. He never says a word to me. But then the following that Friday night, they that's how I got my start. It was I was in the right place at the right yeah, time when when he came in and. It was uh, it, it was kind of crazy, but you know that's how it all got started. It was, um, jeez, yeah. I think that speaks on your character too, your persistence, right? Because at that at that point, it's so easy to yeah just throw in the towel, but you just kept showing up. Yeah, that's you know I think that that's kind of been one of the the things that have helped me, you know, because yeah, I had a, there was there was a lot of obstacles and roadblocks on, in, in the way. Like I said, I didn't have anybody you know, to help me in the business. And, you know, it was just like, I knew this is what I wanted to do, but I don't know how to, uh, this is the only thing I, I, I can think of. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and even that, I was getting at the end of it. And I was like, man, this isn't working either. I'm going to have to try and figure something out. And then, I, like I said, I was fortunate enough to put myself in the right situation. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so then my first match, right, was with uh, Bruiser Brody. Wow. Oh, oh my God. Just throwing a lot of hair. Oh, man. Just Bro, man. Oh. Hey, listen. Didn't he die? Yeah, he got. He, he was killed, killed in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah. stabbed him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was. Uh, See, I know my wrestling. Yeah, you do. I know my wrestling. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I get there and I'm all excited and <laughs> they say, okay, you're going to work with, uh, you're going to work with Bruiser Brody. And I'm like, <laughs> Brody, okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm a young man. I know that how the business works a little bit mm -hmm. in the sense like, okay, just shut up, you know, get in there and do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it was strictly to get, um, you know, it was strictly to get Brody a win because he was getting ready to work with Abdullah the Butcher. Mm -hmm. And Fuck. yeah, so anyway, so. Big old black guy with white shorts. Yeah. Long, and, long Yeah, shorts. they had a long history. Abdullah and, and Brody had a long history here in Japan and everywhere. So, I, you know, I know the score, I know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I get in the ring and I lose my freaking mind. Like, <laughs> I'm standing here now, I'm six foot eight now. And by this time, I'm 300 and something pounds. And I'm looking at Brody and I'm like, hmm, I'm bigger than he is. <laughs> that was the worst thought that had ever come to my mind. Because I'm like, okay. Because you have, you know, Brody was like this bigger than life character when you, you yeah, mm -hmm. you see him and he's got that, like I said, you got the hair and he's just, 
I'm bigger than this son. Okay. I this is good. And I, yeah, I'm like, oh, God, that was the worst. You know, so we, man, we lock up in the ring and, you know, he's, he's trying to help me. He's like, kid, he's like, relax, kid. Like, I'm like angle iron. I, you couldn't have moved me. With, I mean, I'm just locked on to him, right? He's like, all right, kid, relax, kid. You know, relax. And I'm like, yeah, so I, I back him up I into it. Because I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I push him back into a corner, right? Uh -huh. And, you know, we're kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of just kind of hand checking each other. And, like, I go to shove him off. And somehow or another, like, and I meant to hit him in the chest, but I somehow, because our hands are up, I, I, I hit him in the face. And man, his, his whole his whole demeanor just changes on me. And I'm like, mm, okay. So I go, anyway, so we go, we're in the match again, and I lock up with him, and I'm going to try and throw him off. And he turns that around, and out of nowhere, he come up with that big furry boot of his, kicked me in the head. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a whole different world right now. Now this is it was time for me to get one of my first lessons in uh, in, don't in, in and don't fuck with the old guys because they don't play. Because before they used to do it for real. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. To a degree, it was a lot. It like was a lot 50s rougher. And stuff. Yeah. It was a lot rougher back then, and you know, guys didn't. You know, especially with a you know, I mean, I'm a greenhorn, right? And they don't want you know, they don't want anybody trying to make a name on themselves. I was themselves. a little kid. I used to remember Vern Gagnon, Bruno Sammartino. Oh yeah, those are my guys. Yeah, yeah. Victor Rivera. Victor Rivera. After the new year, keeping fitness goals can be challenged to keep up. You may know that FitBot is an easy and affordable way to keep you motivated and keep you working towards your goals. We all start the new year with the best intentions when it comes to sticking to a fitness routine, but sticking to it can be very hard. That's why FitBot app is changing the game. The app switches up your exercises to avoid overtraining or burnout while keeping your workout fresh and fun. Your program also changes bases on your personal progress for the maximized result. Keep up your fitness habit with the personal workout program from FitBot. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app free at fitbot.me slash hotboxing. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash hotboxing. Wrestling's come a long way, man. Oh, amazing! I learned a I learned a valuable lesson on my very first match. It's Tell like, it's just like, yeah, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, yeah. and uh, there's a reason why you're supposed to sit down, shut up, and <laughs> and watch, right? Oh, yeah. and, and it was just, I'm sure, you know, when you come into the league, you, no, you, you want to test somebody, but yeah, no, it it was it sounds exactly the same with me at least sounds like you know rookie year yeah. you just kind of just sit there and just shut up and just try to soak everything in no. you, you feel yeah. like you got to make a name for yourself mm -hmm. but there's you a, have there's, to yeah, yeah. You, i mean you you want to make sure you know they don't you don't want to be a bitch but then you also don't want to overstep you yeah. don't want you yeah. 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 those guys are there for a reason and been there for a reason and that was and a, some of those guys are bitter yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they see you making all this money they were getting their brains kicked out. It was more physical back then. Mm -hmm. They were getting peanuts. Yeah. In fact, they, you know, shortly thereafter, um, you know, they were trying to ship me off somewhere else to a different territory. Mm -hmm. And Brody actually stood up for me. He says, you know what? You need to keep this kid 
and get rid of some of these other, <laughs> in a locker room full of old, crusty veterans, right? <laughs> and he says that, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, that's kind of cool that Brody just that is cool. stood up for me, but he's about to walk out of this room, and I got to look at all these old dudes <laughs> that are like, uh, you know, screw this kid, man. Who, who the who think he is? He gave you a chance. Oh, yeah. Brody, I mean, he, uh, I ended up actually getting uh, a few of his bookings after he got after he got killed. Yeah, you know, and uh, with, with, with Ab Abdullah and everything, I got a chance to work. Abdullah's dead now, right? No, no, really? Abby's still alive, man. He lives in Atlanta. He's serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Abdullah Busher. He, he's American. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do from Saudi Arabia. So, from the Sudan. Sudan. That's where. Yeah, yeah, from the Sudan. But uh, yeah, that, that's a kind of a difference of where we are to now, where we're at today with talent and where the guys were back then. The guys always protected their, you know, you didn't know, like everybody believed like that, that Abdullah was from the Sudan. And, yeah, I believe you know, that. Yeah, everybody did. And there wasn't social media and all that other stuff mm. going on. You yeah. ever see the Sheik? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, he scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid. I lived in Houston. The real sheik, not the iron no, yeah, sheik. Yeah, yeah, not the not the iron sheik. The 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 sheik yeah, from. Uh, it was cutting his forehead. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe ten or eleven years old. I, li I was living in Houston, Texas. <clears throat> My mom had, had got some tickets, and the sheik was coming in to to work with somebody. I don't remember who he was going to wrestle. And me and my buddy across the street, man, we were talking mad. Like, yeah, man, when when the sheet comes down to the ring, we're gonna jump on the barricade, and we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna say this, and we're yeah, right. You so, know the sheet now, you too young. So, so yeah, he was like he he wasn't a big guy, man, but he, everybody was terrified of him, man. Sometimes he come out with a snake, he threw fire. I mean, he was cutting himself in the yeah, forehead. Yeah, he was he was a mess, right? And uh, it's actually his his. Uh, you heard of Sabu? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. His father. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, Sabu's dad, and uh, so anyway, man, we're all we got ourselves all psyched up, and we're on we're out there, and we're right on the rail, right, mm -hmm. and they're about to come down, and yeah, we start yelling at him, and he makes it just a lunge at us. Yeah, we took, we <laughs> damn near took out the whole row trying to run because we thought the sheik was coming to get, he was going to get us, man. We we wiped out this old lady. I mean, we were hauling ass <laughs> trying to get out of the way. She could wild. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all those things, yeah, it, it, they left seeds, and you know, later Where on. Where was Sheik from? I think Detroit. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm sorry, bro. I'm ruining your childhood. Yeah, you ruining my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked up, man. Yeah, but that's just, these guys from the, of the country. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and that's how they, you know, that's how. That's how we were protected our business back then is, yeah. you know, if you were from the Sudan, you were from the Sudan and yeah. you didn't let anybody know anything different. Do you think social media kind of makes it harder for those type of stories now in wrestling in that, in that type of way? Yeah, to, for me it does. Mm -hmm. and, and just our, our fan base in general, mm -hmm. like they're more concerned now with the shit that's happening you know, behind the, behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. not, not so much what's going on in the ring. Mm -hmm. They want the dirt. Right, mm -hmm. it's just like anything else in in our society, and it's all you know social media driven. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you everybody puts their life out there for, so it, it's hard. You know, it, it's hard for for me watching everything. Like, okay, you're you're this guy on TV, mm -hmm. and then you go on social media, and then you know you're somebody completely different. Yeah. So it's for me, it's kind of a it's kind of a huge disconnect, but. 
I mean, it is, it, it is what it is, and that's, that's where we're at. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily like it, but there's nothing I can do about it. And, For sure. And, I, you know, there's, it's just the way it is. Um, and, but I, I, think, I think it's pretty, it, it's, it makes things harder. It really makes things harder to have, uh, you know, good storylines and, and people invested like, you know, like you are, like you were, you 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 wanted to believe that Abby's from you know from yeah, the Sudan and from the Sudan, but it's just uh, did guys you know, give everything away. Did you know Big John Stud? Yeah. Oh yeah. I met him once. He's a monster. Yeah. Man. <laughs> big John Stud. Man. But I can't believe people grow that big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny. So you joke about big guys. So Andre, Andre didn't like Stud at all. I bet. Andre didn't like, he didn't like big guys. Fortunately for me, he liked me. Um, Thank but you. Stud, he did not care for. He, he, on several occasions, damn near killed Stud. Wow. Oh, uh, Bigelow, all those guys, man, he was. This Bang Bang Bigelow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm surprised those guys didn't jump him out in the streets or something. A couple of them tried. Yeah, tell me about that. <laughs> Uh, Tell yeah, me, please. Yeah, so I want to. I this was a, a little before my time, but uh, I, I remember Andre sitting. At, the story goes he was sitting at a bar, and then a um, guy by the name of Blackjack Mulligan. Oh, I know him, Mulligan and Lanza. Mm-hmm. Take yeah, two. yeah, the Blackjacks, right? Yeah. So Mulligan was. Uh, he was a big dude. He was like six eight, six nine, mm-hmm. three three bills. Mm-hmm. And a sh- just a hair, hair trigger, man. I mean, he would snap just like that. Those and guys were different than the guys. Now, these guys know now, oh, man, mm-hmm. I'm going to go fuck this money. Those guys didn't give a fuck if no. they were getting paid too much. No. And then there was always, there was always the, uh, you know, everybody had to keep their, you know, I don't know what do you call it now, your, your street cred. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a tough guy, you had Back to be a then, tough guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Anyway, so Mulligan evidently goes up to Andre Andre's sitting at the bar drinking and just hauls off and sucker punches him. Wham. And he had somebody with him. I don't remember who was with him, but Andre ended up beating the both of them. Mm-hmm. Like beating the crap out of them. Just, <laughs> and, <laughs> that was no easy task. Yeah, and I don't know those guys. Oh, yeah, they were, they were, they were, they were bad. I remember mean, the kid. But Andre, man, Andre, if he, he could be alone if he wanted to. Like, you know, yeah. everybody called him the boss, right? And he was. And if he didn't like you, you just need to stay away from him because he's so big, I so strong. I saw him sitting with Donald Trump when they had a fight. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, Andre Listen, was I watched his story and he died alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, his story's kind of sad, man. He couldn't sit in a, any chair. He's just too big. Yeah. Really? He never stopped growing. Yeah, he had, he had that... Uh, I think it was called strong acromegaly. Yeah, acromegaly, called, yeah. It's called strong man disease. People are born strong. They never lived through it. He's born strong. I'm going to go to the gym. It's, yeah. It's a freak thing. It's crazy. He dr- Don't you he, think that's from too much testosterone going with? No, I think it's a, a uh, I think it starts in the pituitary gland, mm-hmm. that the pituitary gland never stops growing. And, uh, and so, yeah, so his organs, everything, just always r- continued to grow. And then, you know, couple that with his his drinking. I mean, yeah, that man, he could put it away. He, mm. how many steaks did he eat? How many steaks at one time? You know, I mean, he ate. I mean, he ate a lot, but it wasn't so much what he ate as more as what he drank. 
Mm. I mean, he could. Oh, sugar. He drank a lot, man. And, you know, the guys that, that hung out with him, his handler and everything like that, bless his heart, he was a little dude. <laughs> and he had to sit and drink with Andre all night long. And uh, the stories he had, man, like there's one time Andre passed out. Andre passed out in the uh, hotel lobby and they couldn't do anything with him. Mm. I mean, you can't pick up, you yeah. know, he's seven like a, foot two, he's like 500 pounds. pounds. Oh, he's 500 Sleeping. pounds, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and asleep. That's huge, man. So they just brought out some some linen, some blankets and covered him up in the lobby until he decided to wake up. And I was on a, <laughs> here's a good Andre story. I was on a plane and we were, we were on a red eye coming out of LA, headed back to Dallas. How mm. was this, that ride with him? And the seats and stuff. So think about Andre. So Andre always <laughs> sat in first class, right? Yeah, had to. And so that 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 spot, the the overhead mm-hmm. above his seat, uh-huh. uh, that was Andre's. Like, yeah. if you got on the plane before Andre, and you put your shit in that spot, <laughs> it ain't gonna stay there. It ain't gonna stay <laughs> there for long. <laughs> And this guy come, I, I'd already got, I'd already boarded the plane. I'm sitting there and I see the guy come in, puts his bag, I don't think anything about it. He guy puts his, his bag up there and then he wasn't even sitting in first, right? He was like two rows back mm-hmm. after first class. And then here comes Andre, right? So Andre carried the a Halliburton suitcase, metal suitcase. He sets it down in his chair. He opens the bin, he looks in there and he looks, you know, he looks this way, he looks that way and nobody's claiming it. So Andre just takes the bag out and doesn't set it down. He just kind of takes it and drops it <laughs> right right in the middle of the aisle. He takes his bag, sticks it in there, boom, and he sets down. So I'm laughing to myself. I'm like, he just took that bag and just, he don't give a damn, right? So then I'm sitting there and I'm kind of just laughing about it. And then I see this guy, <laughs> this guy that put the bag up there crawling. He's crawling up the aisle. And he's reaching, he's reaching Just up to grab them because he, he don't want to, yeah. he don't want Andre to see him, right? So he's trying to grab this bag and scoot it back down and crawl back. And <laughs> I was, I was laughing. The guy finally got it, and I went, "Hey, boss!" <laughs> he turned around. That guy was like looking at me like, he must, "Why you want to do me like that, he dude?" Did, <laughs> he do everybody like that. He just didn't give a uh, fuck. No, he was a good dude. Andre was a really good dude. He just, you know, he believed certain things and he believed if he, that was his seat, that that was his spot and, you know, he was going to move it, but that's just the way he was. And if he didn't, if you weren't business and you didn't take care of the business and Mm. you didn't, you know, Andre don't care. He didn't care. Like you can drink, do whatever you want, but when it comes time to go to work, work. I can go to work, Mm -hmm. right? No excuses. No, you know what? I, I was out too late. Business was business. And that, that was kind of the way he approached it. How many guys you saw a fight, you ever see an ultimate warrior get into a fight with somebody? No, no. <laughs> I, I worked, I, I wrestled warrior quite a bit yeah. when I first came up. And um, yeah, I don't think he would have been able, he was so, warrior was so high strung. Oh. Like he, he would get That's there. That's why everybody loved him. Yeah, but but you know he'd always run down the ring like, yeah, full bouncing speed and mm-hmm. bouncing around. But the thing was, after he did that, he was gassed. Yeah. Oh, he's blown up, dude. He couldn't he couldn't hardly breathe. Yeah. And I used to. Yeah, I, I thought he was on drugs. Uh, 
He listen, I, I ain't seen no guy like that before. He is awesome. He's ripped. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, he was really. Yeah, he he, he was. His physique was kind of ahead and of I'm the times. I'm not talking about steroids. He was doing some other kind of. Yeah, he, he he was right. He he was medicated. I'm pretty yeah, sure. That you ain't normal. That's not normal. I used to, you know, he he, he liked me and he, he wanted to work because you know we used to run separate towns like Hogan would be in one town and Warrior when they were the two top dogs, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was work, I was wrestling against Warrior and I think it was like Sergeant Slaughter and Sheik mm. were wrestling Hogan and we're out drawing them, right? So so Warrior loved me, but every once in a while I, get, I gotta have fun somewhere, right? So like I said, he'd come down to the ring, he'd shake the ring, shake the ropes and I, he's like, he can't breathe, you know? So especially my character early on, like. You could hit on me, bang, boom, boom, boom. I don't just sell shit, right? I'm just, I'm like, I'm Michael Myers. I'm walking through everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, every once in a while, I'd want to mess with him. And man, Jim would go through all of his stuff and he'd hit me. I'd just keep coming, right? <laughs> he could hardly, he could hardly breathe. And finally, you know, he would get, he'd be like, Mark, come on. Are you going to sell anything tonight? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, Jim. All right, come on, let's let's do this. And he couldn't he couldn't get it out. He was so out of breath that Hulk told me he didn't like being in the ring for a long time. Now, no. That's the reason. Yeah. He said, let's let's close this something. He used the term and wrestling term. Let's close. Let's get it over. He said, no. You're gonna hold me in the headlock for at least five minutes. Then I'm gonna slam you a couple of times. You're gonna throw me to the roof, and then I'm gonna pin you. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. He was gonna let him finish. Cause that's what Hulk Hogan said. He wanted to finish you right away. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was. Yeah. He, he was. He was good for about ten minutes, and then you know, then you didn't know what you were gonna get because yeah, he, he was. Got, he couldn't. He, he, shape he's like turning that. purple and. You know, so it, <laughs> there was a little oxygen depletion going know, on there. The lights, it was, it was, it was so hot crazy. on stage. Like what, like, just he was so big and yeah. strong, and but you know, so much exertion. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. You know, a lot of our I was there. I was there when you're in the meetings talking, and somebody's talking in the center. He sits by himself. Oh yeah. 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 See, that's what they told me. He was so funny, man. He so he ended up changing his name right to Warrior. And uh, so uh, this, is a, this is the early 90s, right? When a lot of people were taking like denim and airbrushing them. Mm -hmm. So he, he wanted to write everything he owned off, mm. right? So he would, <laughs> he would have the, this denim and then he'd have it completely airbrushed. <laughs> like he's got his picture all over it. You know, it's warrior down this, warrior across the back. I mean, he was just like a walking billboard for himself. And then, you know, we'd be sitting in an airport early in the morning, like we traveled. You know, back then we'd be out on the road, you know, sometimes 20, 25 days in a row. Mm -hmm. And that's a different city every day. Yeah. So you're sitting in an airport at, at uh, you know, six in the morning. Yeah, everybody, nobody wants to be at the airport at six o'clock in the morning. You're grumpy, everybody's tired. And people come by and they know you. Yeah. Well, and, with you. And, <laughs> but then when you have it written all over your body as yeah. well, right? You, you know, like me, I'm, I've got my hat pulled down, my sunglasses on, I'm in a corner somewhere just trying to be. You know, I'm trying to blend in, but here he's like a beacon of light as mm -hmm. it says, yes, I'm the warrior. Yeah. And I remember, I'll never forget this little kid coming up to him. And so he's like, Mr. Warrior, can I have your autograph? Mm -hmm. And he just goes completely at it. And he was like, leave me the fuck alone. You know, and I'm like, holy, <laughs> you know, this little kid, this little kid's like, he's, he's terrified, right? And then the mom comes and gets the kid and, and walks off. I'm like, I go over and I'm like, Jim, 
I'm like, you can't do that. You can't. I'll fuck that little bastard. You know, like. Even though, to, I, even though I have my name written yeah, all over yeah, me. You're, you're a walking advertisement <laughs> to say, come fuck with me. Yeah. You know, come, you know, come mess with me. To his credit, no, he, 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 he did, he chilled out, you know, later on. <laughs> but, I mean, he was a little high-strung back then and, um, you know. I thought I heard, I heard nobody talked to him. Like, well, he didn't like anybody, really. He didn't like him? Yeah, he liked Carrie. He liked Carrie Von Eric. And he liked me for whatever reason, I think because, we, you know, we made money together. But... <sighs> It was, uh, it, he was always, a, he was always a really interesting dude, man. He was, you know, and that's again, back there, that era, you know, everybody was looking out for number one. Yeah. You, you ever know? met Billy, Billy Graham? Uh, I met Billy Graham once. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little before my time, but. Yeah. I used to look at him. Yeah. Yeah. He was another guy that was ahead of his time, man. He had. Badass. Yeah. He had the physique. The body. And, yeah. Blonde hair. Yeah, and, and more even more important than the body, man, he could cut that. Man, he could talk right. Yeah, he had he a great promo. And that's where you, that's how you get you people remember the hooked. Valiant Brothers? Jimmy, yeah. And Jimmy Lush Valiant. And Johnny, handsome Lush, Jimmy and mm-hmm. Lush and Johnny. They're my team. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I got them packed down. So, look at me, baby. I'm beautiful. Listen, I'm Lush and Johnny, baby. Look at me, handsome Jimmy. Baby. Look at my hair, beautiful blonde hair, baby. And he's, and he's talking about... Look at me, baby. I'm beautiful, baby. Look at me, baby. Look how yeah. beautiful I am, baby. <laughs> Look at Johnny, baby. Yeah, they were. Those guys were. Those guys were good, man. Yeah, you got. You you can tell you're a fan, man. Oh, you, you're bringing man. back some some names a lot of people don't even yeah. remember anymore. So I, yeah. Mil Mascaris and all those guys. Mil Mascaris as a kid was one of my favorites. Oh, right? he's the flying air with the kicks and yeah. stuff. Superfly Snooker. Yeah. The Crusher, the Bruiser. Yeah. Um, Dusty Rose when he was a little younger talking mad. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. he was good. And he talked. He had he had a slight. He had a little slight lisp. Uh-huh. So he, he he was so good, man. He Listen, just... um, what was that wrestler name again? He so he's such a vain wrestler, and Muhammad Ali saw him, and that's why he started doing this. What's that guy's name? The Gorgeous old, George. Gorgeous George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muhammad Ali saw him, and he emulated him. Mm. Look how beautiful I am. Am I beautiful? <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. that true? Yeah, Ali was a big, big wrestling fan too. Big, big. yeah. Hey, listen, the white people love wrestling, keeping it real, because it's a soap opera for men. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get attached to those guys, we want to know more about them. We stay in touch with them. We get mad when they lose. Mm-hmm. You know, we celebrate when they win. Mm-hmm. It become a connection. For yeah. sure. I, you know, I saw Bruno Sammartino and that guy was almost crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, listen, he defended the title. He beat everybody, Don Leo, Jonathan, the Wolfman. John told us them fighting him. Peter uh, Morales. Man, he beat Wolf, Moondog, man. He beat them all. Yep. He beat them all. Yeah, he beat them all. Till Billy Graham took his title. He had, he had it for 12 years already. Yeah, yeah. Bruno had a long, long run as champion. It's really unheard of. I, I saw mean, all his defenses. Man. Yeah. Stan the Man, at Killer Kowalski. Yeah. Remember all his defenses. No, that, that's a real good point you bring up, Mike. I remember even growing up, like how invested, like I remember like, how invested I used to be and Listen, how upset I'd get. Yes, my lose. Me and my boy, like we'd be like, no, there's no crying, way. Like, right? There's no way Rock's losing. Like, there's no yeah. way. Like, and I used to get so hot when when he would lose. Spirit Arion. So he used to do the um the drop kick. I mean the knee breaker. Boom, crash the guy's spine in his knees. Yeah. Yeah, it's um yeah, that, that's it, it's funny because I think people it, that people use it 
especially they used to use it as an escape, escape. right? Because yeah. you had your, whatever character was out there, you had somebody for, I mean, there was somebody for everyone, mm-hmm. right? For everyone. And, you know, it was, it was cool that people could lose themselves in their reality. It's amazing now. So now I'm going out and doing, uh, you know, my, my one-man show, mm-hmm. which for my whole career, I never talked about. I didn't talk like this, right? If, mm-hmm. it, if it wasn't Undertaker-related, mm-hmm. you didn't hear anything from me. Mm-hmm. So now that I've retired, and uh, so I'm going around doing, doing this one-man show and talking about kind of these kind of stories mm-hmm. and everything, it's amazing. So I'll, I'll do a meet and greet. They um, love Andre's story, though. Oh, yeah, they love, yeah, they just, but they're again, yeah, they want to hear all that behind the scenes stuff. But it's amazing when I do my meet and greets, right? Mm-hmm. The, the amount of people that come up to me and say, you know, if it hadn't been for you and, and Monday Night Raw, you know, I don't think I would have made it. I could see that too. Yeah, I could see that. And you're like, yeah. You're like you kind of lose sometimes. You lose that that sense mm-hmm. of how much or who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, to you, you're nobody. That's, you know, that's humility. Though. You're, you're That's going humility. out. You're going out, and you're yeah. doing. You, you know, you're doing this thing you're passionate about and everything. But you have no idea sometimes how mm-hmm. you affect other people and the responsibility that, that comes with that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you know this this one girl. She stopped me. I think it was in Philadelphia, and uh, I mean she just kind of she goes, she goes, yeah, I had my whole plan. I was going to do it. And it came down to it. And he says, the only reason I didn't I didn't follow through with my plan is because I wanted to see what you were gonna do on Monday night on Raw. And then it became, you know, I struggled all week to get to the next Monday night so I could see what you were gonna do. And I'm just I'm like, I'm sitting there like blown away and like, yeah, wow, that's crazy to have that kind of that people invest and has that kind of effect on them mm-hmm. that because people are looking for quote unquote heroes. People yeah. look for that. When I was a young fighter, I used to go to the older fighter, I'd kiss their hand, you didn't even do anything for you. It's just um, we're born to worship. That's why most of us are so religious. That's what we're born to do. Mm. Yeah, but it's um you know, it, it it's been you know, it's been great. I've had a great ride and, yeah. and a lot of fun and you know, I got to live my dreams, but yeah. It really things get put into perspective when when you have these encounters and you meet people like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, I didn't, you know, I was just going out doing my thing and exactly. and you know, trust me. You don't know, know that, that you have that kind of effect on people. It's really humbling and um it it, it gives you a different perspective on 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 your life and what oh, you do. It crushes yeah. your ego, doesn't uh, it? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, this is like I know. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But uh yeah, I need to get some uh I need to get some some pointers from you on that one man show, though, brother. Oh man, listen, my wife right there. Well, she's over there. She wrote. She she does. She wrote it for me. Did she really? I watched this guy named Palm, um, Chaz Palm and Terry. Mm-hmm. I watched him do a one man show, and I was just, man, I was just blown away. Mm-hmm. And I said, Kiki, I think I could do that. And then she started writing stuff, and then we. Um, Went all over the world with it. Yeah, so I, I, obviously, I, you know, I saw it. You did it on HBO, right? Yes. It was HBO did yeah. the special, right? Uh-huh. So you took it around all over the world. Yeah, did you? Did you like figure out like what worked and what didn't work? Absolutely. And, yeah, um, most of the stuff worked, but it was just too, when we first started, like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. We shut it all down to like 
what um 50 minutes mm. wow that's a lot long. of that's a lot of material to so get he is stuck with those explosive stuff mm -hmm. so people could stay on their feet yeah yeah before we were just doing a roller coaster we put you down and next time it goes oh there she comes down they're crying yeah and they're no, laughing. Was, i mean it, it was really good uh because i'm trying to get mine I've, I've done about eight of my shows now and mm -hmm. i was like well, it just dawned on me even before this came Listen, up i was like the first time i did it and I was saying, hey, I don't know who my father is. And I'm just trying to explain, hey, this is my life. Right. And they all started laughing, the whole place. And so I run back to my wife. I said, baby, what's going on? Why are they laughing? She said, just go out there. Just keep on doing it. Because I wanted it to be gritty and tough and yeah. hard. came out to be a comedy. <laughs> he came out to be a comedy. I wanted to be like, oh, he had it hard. He was, in, he was grinding in the streets, avoiding getting killed. Yeah. And they said it'd be a joke. Everybody's <laughs> I'm talking some hard stuff. I grew up alone without a family. Mother alcoholic, all that stuff. They just died. I don't know who my father is. And it was old ass that. What kind of people are these? <laughs> They were entertained, they evidently. Were entertained, they were whatever. It they took, enjoy man. people suffering. Sick. <laughs> That's our society now. That's man. our society. So now. Listen, listen, check this out, brother. So I'm, um, I can't go to Australia because I'm a felon, right? They want the show over there, so they let me go over there. <laughs> right Funny there. how that works out. Right. Right? So they let me go over there. So um, I'm on stage. They call me out, and I can't do the show. You know why? Um, and I am saying, hey guys, let me, let me just chill out. Let me just explain on the mic. <laughs> oh, fuck that, because one day I started doing it, right? And I said something about my ex-wife, Robin. and they said, fuck that bitch, that hoe ass, fuck But you know, listen, I don't know, there's a couple of thousands of people in there, right? It's a big stadium, and it's um elevated, um... Stage? Stage. Yeah. yeah. And and the people are like fifteen um, feet ahead, um, higher than I yeah. am, right? Maybe more. But I'm doing this. I'm talking, and I was, they won't let me talk. And next thing you know, you see this guy with these funky clothes. They're cool, right? He said, hey, "Mike, how you like my clothes?" He was like a native, not you know, he from India, mm -hmm. and he jumped on the thing that's probably up there. See that that's, that silver thing is? Yeah. Right. He said, How you like? And he jumped from there and tried to jump on the stage. Right? And I'm looking at this guy. He jumped and he, he touched this, but he missed it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh -huh. The stage 15, uh -huh. 20 feet. Oh. And everybody ran. I'm laughing like a mother. Everybody's wondering, is he okay? They're worried about it. I said, I can't believe that. I said, I can't do this shit. <laughs> I can't. Hope that gives you confidence. Uh, oh, that's good. I can't go to Australia. They're going nuts. Yeah. New Zealand, too. These people are crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. If they down with you, man, they're going to be at your... England, too, they stay at your door all night. Stay at your hotel all night. Jeez. Never go home. I did I did a show in Cardiff in, in the UK. Oh, mm -hmm. Cardiff. Isn't that crazy? They're these out guys, of their minds. Yeah. These guys are middle class guys. They don't got too much oh. money there. And these guys are slick as grease. Man, I, man <laughs> them English I, motherfucker, you better watch them. I was as entertained by them as I think they were by me. Mm -hmm. Everything, every time hey, that mate. I would say something, yeah, every time that I would say something That's your that they good liked, bloke. they would uh, they would turn into a chant, right? So I'm, <laughs> I'm telling a story, uh, you know, what this particular story, this girl back in the day, like she she was all in on my creatures of the night and. She, this is, she comes up to me and she had a tattooed on her left breast my face. Uh 
I could see that too. <laughs> right? And it was a large, it was a large tattoo. <laughs> Let's go that way. Anyway, so she pulled, she lets, she shows it to me, and I'm telling, so I'm telling this story, right? Yeah. And then uh, you know, I was like, yeah, it's take tattoo, wait, takers tattooed titty girl. <laughs> so this whole this whole auditorium starts chanting that back at me, and it, I couldn't help but laugh. Like I, I it made me forget everything that I was going to say because they just they were everything that they felt like was entertaining or amusing. They just chanted it right back to me. I mean, that show went way, way off the rails, and uh, it was one of the best shows that we've we've done. But man, alive! You ever get nervous to many people? Uh, no, it, it's different because it, I'm I'm given a different side of mm. what I did for 30 years. Mm. Like, you know, I, I was in Texas Stadium, over 100,000 people there. I don't bat an eye because I'm, I was being I was being the Undertaker, right? Now, Mark Calloway. If I had to give a speech in front of what we got here, like ten people, you know, I would be I'd be nervous having to be myself. Mm -hmm. So I've had to learn how to do that. Like but, when I'm on stage too, I never think of myself as being I mean, I'm an yeah, actor playing that's so Mike real. Tyson. Because mm -hmm. if I really my person I come out as Mike Tyson, I might start crying and shit. <laughs> get emotional about the thing. That's why I always just I'm always somebody just portraying Mike Tyson. Yeah, it, it's it, it was crazy. Like I I had just a huge fear of being myself in front of in front of people. Like I had I, early on I had people offer me all these speaking engagements and I was like, uh, that's that's really good money, but no, I don't I don't you know, I don't think Listen, so. <laughs> you have to you have to understand that's what they told me. Um it comes with the job. Yeah. You know, talking to people, loving people comes with the job. Yeah. Once um once I got that Correct. I think oh, I understand. Uh, it's coming with the job. Yeah. They made you who you were. Yeah, it's gotten easier. I mean, it, it, it's gotten easier being me, but it, it's just like it goes against everything that I did for all those years. You know, I protected everything, yeah. and then now everything's out there. So it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm starting to get much more comfortable with it. But uh, hey, it's not, it's not normal. It's hard to be. It's, oh, yeah. it's not, even though. It comes with, it's just not normal. You can't become you. You get angry. They don't know if your mother just died. They don't know if you lost somebody. They don't know if you went bankrupt. Give me a picture. Yep, mm -hmm. they don't care. You never consider your, your humanity. Mm. How you feeling today? Yeah. And you only got to be off once, and then you're a jerk, right? Yeah. Dick. Right? You don't, and no one, yeah, no one knows what's going you on. You can't even go to Scooby right now. Oh, my mother died. I just can't do it. He was an athlete. He could have signed it and came, went on and thought about his, thought about his mother. They don't give a fuck. Hell, I've had people ask me for autographs at funerals. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like, right? I yeah, mean, but people don't care. They have no chill. They have no chill, yeah. It's facts. People don't my, chill. Well, I was at a funeral, somebody on my wife's side of the family, and during, the pastor is, like, giving this, this eulogy, and during the course of the eulogy, now I'm sitting in this big church, there's got to be 150 people in there, and he throws, uses me as a, you know, like a, as a, a kind of a joke, and I'm like, I'm looking at my wife, and I'm like, tell me he didn't just say that, right? And I'm just like, I'm trying to, and I'm sitting in this pew, and I just want to start sinking down, like, because yeah. I know everybody's looking at me, like, oh, you gotta be kidding me! Why would you do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, I have, a, I think my wife ended up chewing him out over that, but I was just like, man, yeah. But well, aren't you like Andre in some um, perspective when people see it? Fuck. 
Oh yeah, people you're walking there. Yeah, yeah. Even if you didn't, if, even if you weren't a fan of wrestling, you knew who Andre was. I mean, Andre was bigger than the business. He was just, oh, he, was. he was such a spectacle, and uh, it's really rough. I mean, it's hard, man, for him to hotel beds and that bed everything, now. traveling, and just it, it was. You know, people don't people don't think of that that aspect of it. You know, they just think of what they see on TV. They don't mm -hmm. have any clue how difficult it was for him to get from point A to point B and and mm. everything that went with that, so. Have you ever had a comfortable situation? Everything was um, copacetic, high enough, big enough, has that ever happened? Uh, me? No, for oh, for Andre? I, I don't, yeah, I, I, I'm sure somewhere he's, you know, I mean, Andre. Probably in France. Yeah, yeah, he was, obviously he was treated like a king in France, but, um, but yeah, just you know, just, I, used, um, I used to remember Edmund Compartier too. He, he mm -hmm. discovered Andre. Yep. When I was young, he was great. Yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from Andre, um, good and bad. Like, but yeah, he was he was he was a good man, a really good man. So, so when when was the first time you guys met, Andre? Or no, me and Mike? you and Mike. You and Mike. I, I mean, WWE. Yeah, right? it was. I think it was in Fresno. Mm -hmm. um, I was on the show for a while. Yeah, when you were going to referee uh, Stone, Stone Cold, Cold and, and Michael. Yeah, Michael's man. I think we met in Fresno. Okay. Uh, that was probably Michael's 90. a badass too. Sean, Sean oh man, he could badass. go. He's underrated. Oh man, he's in wrestling. He's underrated. I, I, I tell people he's probably. One of the people that I've worked with, my favorite people to be in the ring yeah, with. He's bad. I mean, he, his back is already fucked up, broke all this mm -hmm. shit. He gets on top of the ropes and he's flying. <laughs> it's not funny. You tell him, right? Yeah, no, it, 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 he was normal. ahead of his time. Not normal. He was uh, not normal. He could take a broomstick mm -hmm. and have have a good match with it. I mean, he really, that's how talented he was. Yeah. He was. You know, even guys like Flair, mm -hmm. you know, you spend a lot of time yeah. with Flair now. Mm -hmm. yes. Even Flair will just tell you, it, like in ring, he was just, he was Bad. magic. He, yes, we had a match at, uh, at WrestleMania 25 in Houston at, uh, I think it was uh, Reliant Stadium, whatever it was, mm -hmm. wherever the, wherever the uh, Texans play. Mm -hmm. And um, man, that's the closest thing to perfect that I, listen, I'd ever experienced. I'm yeah. telling this guy though, underrated. This guy has, oh, he, he needs surgery and he's flying through the air. Yeah, he crazy. needs surgery. He needs surgery. This guy, surgery. He yeah. needs surgery and he's yeah. doing this shit. Yeah. How much pain he had to take. That's why I rated him as the best because he did under that much pain. He wasn't shot up or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. You know, that, I think that's probably one of the things that, that you know, as a wrestler, everybody, you know, will, that isn't a fan of wrestling. I think for people who are fans of wrestling, they don't yeah. give a shit what it is, mm -hmm. right? Whether it's scripted, whatever you want to call it. Well, I think as, it's one of the reasons why we, we kind of take exception when people say, "Oh, that's fake," or that you know, mm -hmm. that pisses me off. I don't, I don't, yeah. you know, it's not, it, it's not fake. It's a different, it's a different genre of entertainment, yeah. it, and it's, it's like you said, it's sports, it's sports opera for men, but you, I mean, but you need athleticism. You have to have an extreme you gotta athletic, you gotta be very amount of athleticism. Very Most of the guys I know that did this back in the time, they always pinky broken every yeah. night. Yeah, I mean, you look, look at my John hands. John Studd was all yeah. fucked up. Oh, yeah, my hands. Broke. You got football yeah. player hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my hands. Yeah, they get stepped on and, yeah. you know, things like that. But the, my, my point to that was, is like the amount, you know, back in the day, if you didn't work, you didn't get paid, mm -hmm. right? So guys would go to the ring you know, needing surgery or being injured 
and, and just go out and do it. Lay it on the line. Because what happens is when, back then, say you're booked in, in the garden, right? You, you're supposed to be in the main event in, gar in the garden and you don't show up. It's not gonna affect that crowd because everybody's bought their ticket. But the next time, you know, they're gonna think before they go and buy their tickets, like, oh, well, the last time he didn't show up, do yeah. we, wanna, we wanna risk this and yeah. not be able to see that? So guys end up, end up working. And, and just the, I, just, I, I think my point to all of it is, is guys don't get enough credit for how tough, mm -hmm. you know, not tough in the sense whether they're a good fighter or, or, or you know, but the amount of pain mm -hmm. that, that guys in this industry take and perform at a high yeah. level mm -hmm. is is really off the charts and can't um, be like nobody like um Shawn Michaels like I yeah I mean you just can't go I mean this is not no, natural he didn't have surgery he needed surgery <laughs> <laughs> that's why I can't he didn't have it you know he wouldn't have surgery now he's flying to it stone cold throwing him out the ring and uh man I just whoo what a person yeah the wrestlers back in that that day. They were they were a different breed, man. Yeah. It, it really, um, and I'm like, not taking away from anything of these guys today either. But it, it, it's just back then, you know, they we didn't have doctors really with us, right? Now we have doctors and mm -hmm. trainers, and I mean everything mm -hmm. is. You know, really now wrestling became, boom, big show now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just a big show. It's mm -hmm. good. It has more fans now than it ever did. Ever. Yeah. yeah, it's just. Um, it's entertainment. Yeah. See, boxing is not entertaining unless you have a fight that's entertaining. But, like, after that one fight is over and um, it's an intermission, nothing's happening. People are talking to each other. UFC, when they have an intermission, it's a party. Mm. Yeah. You know, some people just go for the party, talk, do business. Mm -hmm. But um, that's why um, UFC is more advanced than boxing. Boxers get paid more money, mm -hmm. but the, um, the entity of the UFC... Yeah. yeah, a lot of entertainment yeah. value there. Yeah. And, I, and I think guys like Ali realize that, right? You know, I mean. If you don't got a gimmick, you have to have a gimmick. Mm -hmm. I mean, tough street, mm -hmm. Tyson, yeah, yeah, yeah. custom auto train. It's all a gimmick. It's real, but it's a gimmick. Mm -hmm. You don't got, The only guys that got all the money is guys with a gimmick. Look mm -hmm. at Conor, um, Conor McGregor. Um, he has a gimmick. Mm -hmm. He's crazy. He's both a gimmick. Real life, he's a beautiful guy, you know? Yeah. But you have to have a gimmick. So it sells tickets, puts yeah, asses in seats. That's what I, because you throw, put them butts in the seats. Yep. And, and that's what that's what we do. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, you know, that's where we're all, I think we're all kind of linked, we're linked together in that aspect, right? Yeah. You know, but you got to have, you know, that's, that's a, that's a great, uh, Assessment right there. You got to have, have a, you gotta have a to, gimmick. Oh, listen, I became a fan. From wrestling, I learned gimmick from wrestling. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. why I be up there talking. I'm like, get off from wrestling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you were the scariest, though, when you didn't say <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say yeah, that. Like, I don't know. I, that, think, just I don't that, think it was a gimmick. I no, think you were just no, a badass. Listen, hey, Seriously, no, badass. listen. <laughs> Man, please. I watched the wrestler, Don Leo Jonathan. What was the other guy? This guy was so big and beautiful. Bruno beat him, though. Man, I forgot these guys were in the sky. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, yeah. I, I'm gonna go back. Like you standing there, yeah. getting the referee's final instructions, not just just like, oh man, this dude's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, never breaking you, eye contact. Yeah, you, 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 you evolved the character later on when you started talking shit and <laughs> going yeah, up. But gotta be like, you have to talk shit. If you don't talk shit, you're nobody. Uh, you know? Yeah, you know, but I don't know, man. Even Brady talks shit, you know, when he's out there. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. So I'm curious, what do I have to do 
in order to be a special guest on Raw. Oh, or, listen, or listen, listen, me, I don't want to smash a chair on someone's something? back. <laughs> Two more chairs. Listen, listen. You'll be so mad when it's over. Because it's so much fun, man. I bet it. I know it is. Yeah, I know so it mad, is. How was your experience, Mike? How was it? <laughs> um, I was a cat. I was reliving my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to the Hall of Fame with my heroes. Yeah, there. your heroes. Yeah. yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, that's, that's, a trip. that's cool. But what I got to do, I'm going to take What I got to do. Look, look, look right there, man, my man. <laughs> look at that. Who's that young kid there? Look at Vince. I know he's like... um. I like grew up with this guy, Vince. You know what I mean? Watching Vince and his dad, I bet. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, look at this nigga. <laughs> I told me he was in the same hotel me. I held this nigga big and strong. <laughs> he may not look at him. You see him in prison, big and strong. Yeah, he's he's pretty thick. Yeah. He's an ex football player. Right? Yeah, he played it. Yeah. Uh, he played it. Tell me North about Brock Lesnar. Another dude, freaky athlete, man. Dude. Ain't don't give two shits either. He is not Brock is not a people person no, whatsoever. I, I used to worry about him because I love this and I just don't want nobody to shoot his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he got me he got me careful. He be fucking with people and shit. He kicked some guy's ass in the, in the airplane. Oh, dude, yeah. No, no, I was on that flight. Listen, yeah. Listen, right? They talk about me in the airplane. He took him in the bathroom. Oh. Right? Yeah, Brock. Brock's not a people person. Yeah, he's uh, Brock's is one of those rare once in a lifetime kind of athlete. Big old country boy. You know why? Who are you thinking there, Mike? What? Right there. Yeah. I'm going by the script. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. Like, don't fuck up the script. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> I'm so happy. You can't believe how happy I am right there. Listen, I just got suspended for biting somebody's ear and stuff. And listen, I made so much, they gave me so much money. I was in debt, too. I got a couple of million dollars. I was so proud. I was, um, Vince became my main man. Nobody better ever talk about Vince. <laughs> but yeah, so what I got to do, man? How do I train? How long is the training regimen? How long is the training regimen? Let's milk that football. You know, let's get everything we can get out of that first. Tony Khan and those guys. Yeah, these guys wouldn't put me on the show and stuff before. But I don't care if they got more money. Since put me on the show, I'd rather go there even though they pay more money. No, I don't blame you there. It's going to get much more play. WWE's going to do it right. Yeah. They have got a couple of billion dollars, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're... The company just had a huge valuation. Ooh, I love this guy. That's what you're thinking, right? It's like everybody's thinking, oh, like he's going to hit yeah. Austin. Yeah. Mike's just having fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> this, was, this was the actual, this is the best time in our industry right here. This is like everything sold out. Mm -hmm. Business is just off the charts. Mm -hmm. um, and then getting a crossover like this with, with, with Mike was really huge yeah i needed them so bad then too oh thank you it just time. it all worked out perfectly yes, it really it did. did for 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 both sides we broke all the records too yeah we beat those other guys um it was no who was oh the hulk hogan when they yeah had the for wcw yeah, yeah. Other guy, Raider, ramon those guys mm -hmm. we kicked their ass yeah this is yeah things really started taking off you know after this 
Awesome, man. It is beautiful. This is so beautiful. I called home and said, you saw me, you saw me, right? You saw me in the wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> so I think the, like, the first couple things you need is just come to, come to the events, mm -hmm. get seen on camera. Yeah. Just get seen on camera. Yeah. And then, then okay. once, you, once football's over with, then you can, you know, you, you work your way in there pretty easily. Listen, man, love I, I want to be a special guest. That's it. Special guest. No, you want a name, right? Huh? You want a name. It wouldn't be a character. Yeah, right? I, I want to be like, I want to be like, I wish I had a hype man for someone. And then, and then jump in the ring, just break a chair on someone's back. <laughs> just one day. Just one, just one, one right? Day. Just one. That's well, it. You got to be living my childhood dream, you know? <laughs> but. <laughs> You got to be willing to not only give, yeah, but receive. That's listen, a, listen yeah. man, I hit no, listen, I got, oh, listen, I time. <laughs> put Mike Tyson wrestling match in there. I wrestled some people. I, I, I was in yes, WrestleMania you know in that, right? so far. You were in I was in Look Mike Tyson in a wrestling match. Please. WWE. Yes. On this wrestling. Who am I wrestling? You see me in there? Uh, Shawn Michaels? No. I'm, Is that... Who am I? No, go down, go down. That's me right there. That's me right there, right? This one's Baddest Man on the Planet? Yeah, who's that? Let's check. That's WWE, though, right? No, that's that other stuff. I don't want that one. I want Mike Tyson wrestling in the ring. Who, look, see who was in there. That oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that was DX when you, DX. you showed up with those guys. But I was wrestling. I was wrestling. I was in there. <laughs> I gave him a hit. I was doing all that shit. Mm. Mm. Nice. Replay. Bang. Ooh. Put Mike Tyson in a tag team match. I was on there wrestling, getting the hits. I think I pinched somebody. <laughs> no, that's not it. Who did I find? Oh, man. What was your favorite match that you that you've done? I've had several. I, you know, for just a pure, like a pure wrestling straight match was mm -hmm. with Shawn Michaels at mm -hmm. uh, WrestleMania 25. Mm -hmm. um, then you got Hell in a Cell with Mick Foley, mm -hmm. where I threw oh, him listen, off. Oh, listen, Nick, God, yeah, yeah. let's talk about him. <laughs> Can we talk about Nick Foley? Tough, tough, Listen, tough man. This guy probably broke every bone in his body. Oh. Yeah, you just say he threw him off. He threw him off. I, I threw him off. Top of the cell. Can you put that out? Can you put that out when he dropped? When he threw? When, oh, when he threw him off? When he threw, when Undertaker threw we him do off a the top of the cell. Compilation of Nick Fo Nick Foley. All the crazy stuff that he did. Go hell in the cell '98, I think. That right, Greg? '98. Well, just Mick Foley and Hell in a Cell, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, it'll... Yeah, that's it right there. Just kind of, yeah, just kind of speed it up a, a little bit. How long's the How long's the recovery process after doing after doing a match? I tell you what, you want after yeah, this? Yeah, town next day. Different the next day. Next day? Next day. Oh man! Oh man! So you gotta straighten the ice tub. Oh, this ain't right, man. This ain't right. This will be in the rivals. Oh, oh yeah, the the this right, yeah the, the rivals. This was yeah Mick was huh. one of my biggest biggest rivals in the nineties. Man, we Look, you're man, about you're to see what I what shit. I do to him is. You're not gonna believe this. You know, <laughs> I'm so listen. You gotta be afraid of this guy. You can't hurt this guy. Got the chair. Who's that razor? Are you? Uh, That's me. Yeah. 
Look at it. We're walking on that that mesh and it's breaking. Yeah. Y'all guys are totally out of your mind. It's not worth the money. Y'all guys can kill yourself at any moment. No safety. No safety at all. Nothing. No net. Freestyling. Nope. Look at our feet. Like, swoop. Oh! oh. When that happened, what were you thinking? Like, like oh, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but the show goes but, on. But <laughs> I, like, I, I couldn't say, I couldn't, you, you'll see why in just a second, but you, I, I couldn't say a whole lot because... Oh, no, I don't let him do that to you, man. No, I'm not. Don't worry. Ha! <laughs> ha! I know. Don't let him do that. All right. Here we go. Kick that motherfucker. Hang on. Hang on. Here no, we go. Right. Get out of here. This is not right. Oh. This is not right, man. This is just not right. This ain't right, man. I know I'm a fan, but this shit ain't right. And the minute he's getting ready to pop back up like motherfucking Michael Myers. He's going to pop back he's up like Michael Myers. Uh, well, scoot up. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. yeah, he might be Look. dead. Oh, my god. That ain't gosh. right, man. That's bullshit. He's going to get up and shit. Why? Oh, but this god. one. Gosh. As bad as that one was. Look at that young man. Holy hell. Look at the hair. <laughs> but the, uh, hair. the one that happens here in about another, what? Another five minutes mm -hmm. is just, uh, he almost didn't get up from. That one was bad, but the next one is really bad. And what does he say? I'm going to take this jump. I'm going to take this leap. Dude, like, how do you guys kid? practice that? Like, you he don't. Like, he had never, he had, had had never been up there on top of that, that cell. Why does he do what? shit like this? So his mentality on this thing was, so I'd had the first Hell in a Cell match with, um, with Shawn Michaels, mm -hmm. and it was good. It was it was violent, and it was everything that the Hell in the Cell match was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And then this would this would have been the second one, and Mick was afraid that we wouldn't be able to del deliver as good a match as as the first one. So he had it in his head that he wanted to give him if he said we can. Almost smoke and mirror people into thinking that they've seen something really, you know, incredible, mm -hmm. and that's what that's what he uh, decided we needed to do. So when you threw him off, like, do you t like, are you all talking? Like, do you tell him? Like, do you tell him like I'm throwing your ass off? He was like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah, ready. Yeah, was like, yeah, good luck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like in that moment, like, there's no thinking because you're just oh, you're just shit. going right. Yeah, you're just I, going. I, I tell people that I tell people this. Yeah, this is, this Did he is, tell you, throw me over? Yeah. <laughs> Don't me over. I knew I was throwing him over. When I got over to the edge, I was like, I, I hope he hits that table. Cause <laughs> that concrete's going to be a bitch. Whoa. And, oh, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that concrete, I forgot all about oh, that. Yeah, oh. it's, yeah, that's crazy, man. What he, do you think when he does this? Dead? I, when I seen him move, I was like, okay, all right, he's, he's, he's in good shape. Mm-hmm. And just a second, like a little bit, like five minutes later in this match, mm -hmm. we get back up on this. After I throw him, I throw him down. Uh -huh. He climbs back up. We continue fighting. And uh, over here, yeah. he's yeah. climbing back up. Just that's after. Yeah, he's already. Off. Yeah, I've already thrown him off once. That's amazing. And he he climbs back up. I he know thinks shit is broken. He needs to go to the hospital, right? <laughs> no, he's he's about to. He broke his back. He's about to really need the hospital here, and just he needs them now. What do you mean he's gonna really <laughs> need them? He can't need them no, not any more than he needs them now. You cut his head off. It's the same right now. So look at this guy, man. This is 
This is nuts. That's why he got so much respect. Oh, man. Huh. Oh, we're in slow motion. I was like, damn, I'm slow. No, I didn't slow realize motion. we were in slow huh. motion there. Got yeah. captured the moment. Big moment. Yeah, yeah, you need to see this, though, in actual speed. Uh, You're piecing his ass Watch up. this. This is oh, nasty. No, not, oh, that's no, dude. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Now he's out. Oh, yeah, he's dead. He's out right now. I'm looking down, and honestly, in my eyes, I'm looking down at, 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 at a dead guy. Why would he do that? wasn't that? supposed to happen. If the first one wasn't supposed to happen. That one, two more inches of rotation, he doesn't get up. What, what was the injury? So he, I think he separated his shoulder. He got concussed, uh, broke his hip. Um, he, this was, this, I guess this is just our morbid sense of humor. So we continue. He gets up from this. Again, he gets up. And we start fighting again. And I'm so distracted this is kind of gross. Like he's got something in his nostril. And I'm looking at him and I'm punching him. I'm thinking like, Mick's got a big booger in his nose, right? <laughs> Come to find out it wasn't a booger. It was his incisor. When he hit, his tooth went through his lip and lodged in his nose. Oh, it, It's crazy. You, you got to go back and, when you have more time and look at this. There's, there's a point where he's sitting there and he's bleeding and he's all beat up and he sticks his tongue through the hole in his lip. And he goes, and, and anyway, yeah, his, his uh, this, at this point, this is Terry yeah, Funk. Yeah, that's a tooth, that's a tooth right there. Yeah, yeah you can see the tooth yeah. hanging out of his hanging nose. Hanging out of his nose. Right there, that's his tooth. And that's him sticking his tongue through his, through his lip. So that was the best part of his night, actually, was the table. That one... That one was really nasty. Awesome. Of course, I, of course, I, you know, showed him all kind of compassion and mercy. <laughs> but no, he, he's just incredible. He's still yeah. living, huh? Yeah, he's doing well. Just a sweetheart of a guy, really. But um, man, he took a beating that night. Wow. So, oh, what man. is it like working on your A and E biography? Um, you know, it was, it, it was. It was fun, mm -hmm. um, and it was kind of, you know, it was kind of hard again for me because, like I said, I, I'd lived my character for so long. For sure. To kind of pull that curtain back and let people really understand that, you know, I'm a normal guy and, and uh, you know, I'm not a, you know, I'm, I don't dig graves all the time. <laughs> you know, all that. So it was kind of tough, but it was it was cool. And then, obviously, just listening uh to the to my peers mm -hmm. and, and the people that I've worked with mm -hmm. and, and you know their their feelings, you know it's kind of cool to, to to hear all of that and um, um, you know kind of let you know that through my course of my career you know I, I did some things right. Hell yeah! And, 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 oh my god! Yeah. Um, you know I just it was I think my mom stole the show on the on on my A and E deal. She mm -hmm. my mom's ninety and uh, you know she was. She talks mad shit, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I call her, you know, even when I was still work, when I was still wrestling all the time, mm -hmm. like I had to call her, mm -hmm. like after I had a pay per view match or something, I had to call her, like, uh -huh. let her know I was okay, okay. right? Yeah. And man, she would let me have it. She she'd be on vents all the time. Does he see the way he walks? 
<laughs> does he, does he, I mean, does he do that on purpose? I'm like, mom, and then she, and Triple H, why has he got to have that damn hammer all the time? I'm like, mom, it's just part of the deal. She goes, well, I know, but nobody likes that. Nobody likes a cheater. <laughs> so she would, she would just lay, lay into everybody. How many brothers or sisters? I, I had four brothers. Yeah, I was I was the youngest. They all kicked the shit out of me growing up. That's what they do. And you have five kids, right? That's what they do. You have five, I do. You yeah, have five kids. Oh. Yeah, and um, but uh, yeah, my brothers. I, I think they kind of set the tone for where I was going in life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As the runt, man. I well, I was bigger than everybody, but mm-hmm. yeah, they all they were all quite a bit older. And what was your mother and father like? Salt of the earth people, man. My dad, middle class, worked worked his butt off. Mm-hmm. He worked for the Houston Post. Uh, he worked in the uh, in the uh, press rooms. Mm-hmm. Kind of coordinated how the paper came out on the on the printers. Mm-hmm. And then during the day, and then during the day, Please. he did uh, he did extra jobs for like he was a master plumber and mm-hmm. did all you know. He was just man. He was a grinder. Yeah. And. Uh, with your kids, uh, them growing up, how was it that, that their dad? Obviously, they they look at you as as dad, right? Right. But probably growing up, they had to have kids coming up and like, oh my god, your dad's the undertaker. Like, how is that? Yeah, they get that. They get it at school. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we, you know, we just kind of try to downplay they it as much work. as possible. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, my in laws are are pretty funny. Like, yeah. you know, they they kind of. Try and take the, you know, people will get real excited, like mm-hmm. out in public. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can't hear, like they're like, is that the Undertaker? Is that the Undertaker? Yeah. My father-in-law is awesome. Yeah, he goes, yeah, he's he's really overrated. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it, everybody, they all keep me, they all keep me humble yeah, and grounded. And, and grounded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I wrestled. I don't know, a couple of years before I retired, I ended up wrestling Cena. Mm-hmm. My daughter at the time mm. loved Cena. Yeah. Like all the kids love Cena, right? Mm-hmm. So he's uh we go and have this match at WrestleMania. I end up beating Cena mm-hmm. and I look over at my daughter, like, and I'm ready, you know, I'm just yeah. I'm gonna give her the, you know, as you boy kind of deal. Yeah. And I see her and I see her and she's she's on the rail and she's got like one thumb up and one thumb down. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, I can't really go right then, so I got to wait for him to come back, you know, backstage. And I'm like, I'm like Kaya, what was with the, the thumb up and the thumb? And she goes, Well, Dad, I'm really happy that you won, but I can't believe that you beat Cena. I, I'm yeah. like, Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I'm your dad. I got to beat everybody. But she was, yeah. So it, 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 this is no lie, and, and this is kind of a testament to. The person that Cena is, Cena actually had to go and console my daughter. She's like, "Well, he was telling her. He's like, you know, I talked a lot of, I talked a lot of smack about your dad, and you know, I kind of deserved it. Yeah. So, he, so he had to make things, he had to make things right with my daughter. Good sport. Good sport. Uh, yeah. He's like, I kind of talked a lot of crap about your dad. So it was. Uh, and she was like, I just okay. got on a commercial before I came here. <laughs> oh, did you? He has a commercial. You see the commercial he has on. His new eyes. Oh, yeah. no. oh yeah, he, he looks good too. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. He's 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 a really good dude. He's one of my favorites too. Growing up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He does good in movies too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, acts. Yeah. Yeah, he's smart, right? I, I, you know, he he don't care what kind of role, whether you know whether it's action or comedy, rom. He does it all, man. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's kind of cool that he just 
wherever, you know, he just adapts and, mm-hmm. and sees the big picture of it all. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, it's good to see guys like him and Rock and mm-hmm. Batista and those guys be able to cross over and do do other things. For because sure. I don't think... Rock, he's Black Adam. Black yeah, Adam, yeah. Crazy, made a yeah. ton of money. Yeah, Rock, I mean, he's just been... You know, you you knew that with Rock, even back in the day when we, he was just wrestling, you mm-hmm. knew that that one day he was going to be. You know, well, listen, I remember when I was younger, I remember his father was a tag team champion. Mm-hmm. Tony Atlas Tony and Atlas, Rocky Johnson. Yeah, they, yeah. Did they beat the Valiant Brothers? Who did they beat? Uh, I don't remember. Well, not the Valiant. Who did they? They beat? beat it. I mean, they pretty much beat everybody. They were they were a pretty hot tag team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember um, Tony Gurria and Dean Ho. Tony Gurria, yeah, you got all those good, good old timer names. And there, what man. was what was um, Arnold? What um, Arnold Scullin? Yeah. yeah, Arnold Scullin was the yeah. manager. He wrestled too, though. I saw him mm-hmm. wrestling outfit in old magazine. Yeah, he when I came yeah. when I came to WWE, well, it was WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of our our, our our road agents. Like he handled the live events, and for years there, you know, because of my character, I mean. I would get flowers sent to me, mm-hmm. black roses yeah. and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, Arnold Arnold being in the dressing room playing cards, right? I'd bring these flowers and I said, hey, Arnie, here's here's some flowers. And he would take them home and give them to his, he'd give them to his <laughs> wife. The flowers somebody sent me, he'd take the card out and then he'd take them home to his wife and give his flowers to... To, to his wife, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Or he, if he, or he saw him first, he'd, yeah. he'd come in. He, hey, kid, <laughs> hey, uh, there's some flowers in the production office. So, what are you gonna do with those? I'm like, they're yours, Arnie. He's like, ah, that's your heart. Yeah, <laughs> he always had that. Always had that stogie in his mouth. But his- I remember um, Bruno San Martino was gonna fight John the Maniac Tolis, but they never happened. It pulled out. Oh, yeah, I was a fan of Tolis too. Tolis was a good heel. Yeah, the brother named Chris too. I think that I didn't know that. I didn't know Chris yeah. and John. Yeah, John was a good heel. He was a good bad uh, yeah. guy. Yeah, good bad guy. And and um, I've been trying to think. I'm trying to think of your character. Man. Oh no! Oh, oh, oh you, you got it. Taking oh, the African. Oh, my African. I don't know. I don't know. Shaka Zulu. Yeah. Oh no, no. You talk about guys I liked growing up. Well, no, I'm thinking about, about no. Now you got me thinking. Like yeah. you want to, you want to. At some point, you may want to cross over. You yeah. want to do something. Now yeah. I got to start thinking creatively. Yeah. I was going to be the smiling killer. Yeah. Oh the yeah. Baby face assassin. Yeah. Baby face assassin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Got it. You got to have a gimmick, man. Got to have a gimmick. Got to have something. For sure. <laughs> Remember the pimp guy? That one guy was the pimp. Which uh, Godfather? Yeah, yeah. Godfather. Oh man, that's one of my best friends. Yeah, he's from Vegas. Yeah, I we've been friends Vegas. for. I think he worked in a strip club or something. He used to. Yeah, he used yeah. to be in the strip club all the time. That's what I saw. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, we've been friends for thirty plus years, man. We met. This is a good story. We met in the in the ring in Tennessee. This is nineteen eighty eight, I think. Mm. And I was in Texas. I just finished up in, in the Texas territory. We used to work in territories that, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't have the big mass, um, you know, production like WWE or WCW. We had little territories that we all went to. And uh, so I just finished up in Texas and I go back to Tennessee. And um, so I'm, I'm, I drove and I got there just in time to get dressed and then go to the ring. So I go to the ring and who's there waiting on me? Is the Godfather? His name at the time was mm. the Soul Taker. Mm. Now he's six five and three thirty. Yeah, black guy, all tatted up. Yeah, 
and I'm looking, right? And we hadn't had a chance to talk. We met, we just, we're, we're in the ring and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and I'm thinking, oh boy, here we go. Yeah. And he's thinking the same thing, like, oh man, here's another big old, big white boy. I'm gonna have to, you know. Yeah. And so we're kind of sizing each other up and not even, you know. And uh, little did I know, that was just like his third match. Yeah. Wow. It, he had, he, it was his third match. And man, so we, we, man, we lock up and I'm like, hold it, this dude's strong. And uh, he ends up, he ends up taking me and shooting me across from one corner to the next. And I hit so hard, like the top rope snaps off. It's a big motherfucker. Right? So I'm thinking, hold, and here he comes. Yeah. Like he's coming back to get me yeah. and throw me back to the other side, right? And like I'm trying to put on the brakes, like, whoa, big fella. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 you know? And he's just hammering me, man. Bam, bam, bam. I'm like, holy crap. Hey, throw me out of the ring. Yeah. So he throws me out of the ring, right? I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to get yeah, my bearings yeah, back because yeah, yeah, he's laying good. into my ass, and I'm like, holy crap, what am I gonna do with this guy? So I'm out on the ring, and I'm walking around, and I walk around one ring post, and I see it. There's a there's a chair, <laughs> and I grab this chair, <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's either this is either gonna make us or break us right here. Yeah. And he comes walking around the turnbuckle, man, and I just swung that chair as hard as I could. And I knocked the shit out of him, right? <laughs> and he's looking up, he's like, kind of looking at me, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I said, we can do this the easy way, or we can do this the hard way. Yeah. I said, I would much rather do this the easy way. And he goes, me too. Especially <laughs> after you got hit with that chin. Yeah, right? And, and, it, and from that point forward, we've been the best of friends, and man, we've been through so much together. Um, he, just had, he just had hip, had his hip replaced, shit. and he's got to get his knees done. But, uh, yeah, he he's a really good dude. Remember the guy Slick? That guy oh yeah, Slick. slick. Yeah, yep, Slick. He was kind of the the first of that character, yeah. and then the Godfather came out, and you know he upgraded the whole thing. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So it was, yeah, so much fun. But yeah, he's still in he's still in Vegas. Godfather is, but man alive, the trouble we got into. Holy shit! Anybody get arrested? Fortunately not. We, 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 we got away before we ever got arrested, but there's probably a couple of cases, chances we, we should have been arrested. But we got, you know. We, what was the wildest wrestler you knew? Mm, man, there's a long list of those guys. Um, uh, Road Warrior Hawk was up there. Oh, two big guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Hawk and what's the other guy? Animal. Animal. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they've both passed since, you know, but Hawk was, he didn't give, you know, Hawk had some, <clears throat> he had some demons and uh, sweetheart of a guy, but just didn't give a shit, you know. Um, Dan Spivey, you remember, I don't know if you remember Dan Spivey. He was another guy, man. He was just, Dan, Dan was a, Dan was a bad dude, man. He, he used to, Big white guy, six foot nine, used to run run hose on Del Mabry in in Tampa. Run what? Yeah. Prostitutes. Really? Yeah. He was he he. They called him Big Dollar Dan, the left hand man. <laughs> Ain't nobody nobody in Tampa mess with Danny, man. That's and, nasty work. No, hey, let me tell you <laughs> something. Let me tell you, so so you know you know who the Road Warriors are, right? Yeah. All right. You know you know what they look big, jacked Mask. up dude. Yeah, with the face paint. So me and Danny, I was I was his partner, and we wrestled. You know, we were wrestling the Road Warriors, 
and we'd, we'd been wrestling in several, and they'd been beating us, and we were trying to get to, we're trying to build up for this pay-per-view. This is when we were in WCW. <clears throat> we're trying to build up this pay-per-view, and, um, you know, I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm green. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm a kid in the business. I don't say nothing. I just kind of do whatever Danny says. Mm-hmm. I go and, you know, I do. So we get to the dressing room. It was in Corpus Christi, Texas, and he goes, hey, he goes, tonight, he goes, just follow me. Follow my lead, watch my back. I'm like, okay, what's up? He goes, don't worry about it. Just follow my lead, watch my back. We're gonna get, we're gonna get some heat with the Road Warriors tonight. I'm like, okay. I, I, I got nothing. I don't have any idea what he's talking about. Anyway, we oh, we have this match. I don't know what DQ or something like that. And Danny gets a chair, and he starts beating these two dudes <laughs> like like they owed him money, and I am just like. Oh man, we're about to we're about to fight the Road Warriors. We're about to fight them in the dressing room for real, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh man, here we go, here we go. And uh, so he beats the crap out of both of them. They leave them both laying in the ring, and we go back to the dressing room. It's an old kind of civic auditorium kind of deal. I had to walk upstairs, and uh, we're sitting down. And I'm look, I'm looking at Danny. Danny's just as calm as he could be. He's getting undressed, you know. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, man, we're about to fight. We're about to fight, right? Danny looks down, he's like, Mark, he says, will you get dressed, man? We got to drive. We had to drive to Houston from Corpus Christi. And I'm like, mm, no. I said, I'm not going to get caught, you know, in my underwear naked having to fight the road warriors. I'm going to be dressed yeah. and ready to go. Yeah. He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, like, ain't nobody going to fight anybody. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that, Danny. I said, I'm not going to get caught, you know, kind of in between here. So he's like, man, ain't nothing going to happen, right? And now I can hear them. They're coming up the stairs. Oh. And I got, I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. So I'm kind of positioning. I'm, I'm sitting on this bench, and I'm kind of getting myself, like, so I can spring, right? So I can, like, I'm going to get off before, before one of them gets to me. So I'm standing there, right? And these guys come up around the corner, and I'm looking at them. And they just completely walk past me and go right to Danny. And I, oh, Danny, that was awesome, man. Thank you for, <laughs> you know, yeah. no, thank you for that. That was, oh, that was great what yeah. you did, right? And I'm just sitting here like, yeah, that's great. What the hell's going on yeah. here, right? And, uh, and then they kind of walk past me again, like, hey, kid, good job, kid. And I'm like, what the hell did I just miss? And then I look back down at Danny, right? And Danny just kind of gives me this little shy, like this little, it gives me the wink, right? Then somebody comes up to me and kind of gives me the background on Danny, right? Danny, nobody, you'll, you'll appreciate this. Danny beat the living shit out of Adrian Adonis. Yeah. Right in the middle of the ring. Danny had come up the first time to, to WWF and, and Adrian Adonis was messing with him. Danny knocked him out, wham, right in the ring, boom, out. And then they woke, they woke him up and then he tried to fight him again in the dressing room, knocked him out again. Danny was a bad man. Yeah. He was a bad man. What and happened to him? He's, he still lives in Tampa. Good. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he had a, but he was one of those guys, like business would get rough or get, he'd just go home and like, screw it, man, I'm done. And then he'd just wait. But yeah, he was a big dollar Dan, the left hand man. <laughs> big dollar Dan. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude, man. Pimping Dan. <laughs> the things you learn, man. There's there's some there's some characters come out of this business. 
<clears throat> we have some. We come bearing gifts, the Undertaker. Oh, some good gifts. Oh, we got some gifts. Great gifts. Yeah, I don't know and they I... will kill you. They will kill me. Oh, that's good. They won't kill you, but they'll make you stronger. Oh, Big time. Hot biz oxen. Oh, brother. Right on, man. You can get this stuff at hotboxing.store. Check it out. How Brutus? How Brutus Beefcake? He's still around. Yeah, he's still around. Um, I hadn't seen. I hadn't seen him in. I hadn't seen him in years, but he's still, you know, him and Hogan are buddies. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hogan look out for him, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I hadn't until seen you him. pull me out, I'm gonna put the suplex fan. You me, brother. That kind of seemed to have a little bit of Macho Man yeah. in that too. Oh yeah, <laughs> a little bit of Macho Man. I love Randy Savage. Yeah, he's another one, man. He brother. He's one of the most imitated, Im Randy, imitated right? guys ever was okay, Randy. Brother Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. yeah, Elizabeth. <laughs> Who's the finest woman wrestler you think? My wife. She wrestled? Yeah. Where at? She wrestled for WWE. Really? What's yeah. her name? Michelle McCool. Okay, cool. Yeah. What about... Um, See how no. I did that? Yeah, I like it. Oh, yeah. right there. Oh, smooth, you got smooth smooth as silk, there, baby. <laughs> there was zero hesitation zero in that answer. Zero hesitation. Whoa. And... He, all the you didn't do this. <laughs> no, no, no. No thinking, nothing. First, second, and third are all yes, my life. I'm, I'm learning things. I'm learning things. <laughs> Listen, the whole world, the whole world is looking at you, right? What do you want them to know? What I want them to know, man. Um, I just want them to know how uh, how thankful that I am for for all my fans for all these years that stayed with the Undertaker, and I hope that you guys continue the. Uh, continue the journey with me as I do this one-man show. Um, you think you know You think you think know some things about The Undertaker. There's going to be a lot of things that people find out that they're going to be shocked and uh, the things that were going on behind the, behind the scenes that, uh, yeah, they're, they're not going to believe uh, they're hearing what they're hearing. And, I, I, you know, I think, um, you know, come out. If you get a chance to go, it's called The One Dead Man Show. Uh, we're going to be in Montreal coming up. Awesome. Uh, on in March, March twenty fourth, my birthday. I'm gonna be in Vegas. Pisces? Huh? No, Aries. Aries. I'm March twenty first. I'm Aries. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna do. I'm gonna do a show on my birthday in in Vegas, and then we head to uh, L.A. for WrestleMania. Um, SoFi, baby. SoFi. I mean, it's doing. It's gonna be. They nuts. wanna know how they can get in touch with you. How to get in touch with me? Uh, yeah. Like social, social. Yeah. Social. Oh yeah. Oh my. IG. Yeah. At Undertaker on on IG, yeah. uh, Twitter. Um, you, you got a 50-50 chance of actually being me, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm a dinosaur. Uh, anytime I try to post things on my own, I kind of screw it up. Oh, I definitely, I never did that in my life. Yeah, I just, it's, it's not my game, but I know it's, it's kind of <laughs> important. So, uh, either, either somebody from WWE or usually my wife will handle that for me. I think Talk the first thing, <laughs> I tried to post a picture early on, like uh -huh. when I first started, and I uh -huh. like, took this picture, I cut my head off, and posted it. It's still on my IG. <laughs> I, I just like that. That's awesome. It, it is. I, I like do, it. I, I like it. Yeah, so, but uh, it is, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's where we're at in this day and age, so I guess I got to play the game. Yeah. But. Really, man, I hey, really enjoyed this, man. Well, there you have it. It's folks. always nice talking to people that are fans about, you know, what we do, and. 
obviously I'm a huge fan of yours and continue success. Get Thank you, you another man. ring. Appreciate you, my man. And then, uh, you know, we'll work on your, 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 your crossover. You know, definitely, haystacks, definitely. Calhoun. Haystacks, man. Mountain Big man haystacks. Mike. Mm -hmm. You're like, you're a, just a, a plethora of uh, my life wrestling. Time. Yeah. All, all those WWF, right? Yeah. WWF. Yeah. Another episode of Hot Boxing Finish. I'd like to thank my guests, please. Thank you very much. Undertaker. And Bash. <laughs> Mike Tyson, we out. We out of here.